You are listening to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast, Episode 6. Today I will be talking to Robert Kelly, who is one of the founders of PM Chat on Twitter, and we will be talking about project management and social media. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast at SensiblePM.com, where you get an insider's edge on practical project management. Now, here is your host, Mark Phillips. Hi, my name is Mark Philippi, and I am the Sensible Project Manager. I have a great interview for you coming up with Robert Kelly, who, as I mentioned in the intro, that uh, he is the founder or one of the founders of PM Chat on Twitter. And we're going to talk a, a little bit about how he got started with that, um, his kind of his introduction to, to project management, as well as what you would do as a project manager to improve yourself. So Robert is a, has some great ideas, and it was a great discussion we had with him. But before we do that, before we get into that interview, I wanted to share with you a little bit of how we, how we uh, got connected. As I mentioned in my last episode of the Sensible Project Manager podcast, I cr- have created a new community on Google Plus for project management. It's called the Sensible Project Manager Hangout. And on that community... Robert showed up uh, in the community, and I had seen his name before. I had knew I knew him from PM Chat, and so when he joined the community, I was really excited about that, and I uh, connected with him, and I sent him a note, and I said, "Hey, love to be able to have you on my podcast." So, just wanted to tell you a little bit more about that community. So, if you have not had a chance to check it out, I'd invite you to do so. We have, every week we have a Hangout on Google+. Those of you that might not know anything about the Hangout, it's kind of like Skype. You can get up to 10 people in a Hangout, and we sit sit down and we talk about project management topics. Some of the topics we've had are social media and project management. We've talked about project management and different leadership styles. We have just shared our advice to new project managers. We had a a session on how to build a strong project team. We've talked about favorite project management tools. We've also discussed what it takes to have uh, success on a project and what those project success factors are. We've spoken about lessons learned in project management. And also we've kind of reviewed project management techniques. And this coming week, uh, where I'm recording this uh, in August of 2013, so this hopefully this is a uh, coming up. You might be able to catch it, but I'm sure that most of you will hear this after this podcast is released. But we this week we will be talking about how to manage virtual teams. So we'll continue to have these topics, and uh, it's just been fun. I wanted to kind of throw out a thank you to, especially to Dino in Lebanon. He has been kind of a regular one that has joined the Hangout. There's been several others that have been out on the the Hangout as well. And it's I've just enjoyed getting to uh, meet people. This week I also started a new part of the Hangout, and that is we are going to get together just to network, just whenever we want. Anybody in the community can decide to call a networking hangout where we will just get together for 
half hour, hour, whatever we want to, and talk to project managers all over the world. And in that case, we are not going to try to record anything like that. We're not capturing it. We're just sitting together and getting to know each other. I, I, One of the things, one of my goals that I have is to just start new conversations uh, about project management. And I believe that, that starts with just getting to know each other. And it's also a great thing to be able to network with project managers throughout the world that might help with employment opportunities in the future and just get to know how people do things in their projects in different places and in different companies. So with that said, uh, I'd invite you to to go check out the uh, Sensible Project Manager Hangout community on Google+. You can do that in two ways. You can go to Google Plus if you're a member. If not, then please join Google Plus. Go out to Communities and search for it. Uh, again, it's Sensible Project Manager Hangout. You'll find it pretty readily. We're one of the top, I think the top six or seven, as far as the number of people that have joined the community, and we're growing fast. The other thing you can do is you can go to sensiblepm.com, and I have created a graphic on the right-hand sidebar which invites you to join the Hangout. And if you select that graphic, it will take you right to the community. All right, well, with that introduction, I just I was excited about, about getting the community going, and I wanted to share a little bit more than what I did in uh, the previous episode with you. And uh, so let's go ahead. Let's get right into this uh, interview with Robert Kelly. And now, today's feature. Here I am with uh, Robert Kelly. Uh, we're going to have a little discussion about uh, about what Robert's doing. And uh, let's, Robert, thank you very much for joining me on the podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. I'm I'm honored with, with the invite, and uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Great. Well, let's uh, let's get to know Robert a little bit. So, can you give us a, a kind of a rundown of what what Robert's all about and uh, tell us a little bit about how you became a project manager, what your your experience is, your work experience, and what you're doing today? Sure, sure. So a little bit a little bit about me is uh, I like long walks on the beach, romantic movies, and uh, candlelight dinners. Excellent. Um, uh, um, and do you I, I, wait? Wait. Do you, do you cry during the movies? When I have come across a movie that has maybe. Um, cause the reaction i tell them you know it's the usual the white with the wife there the bug flew in the eye or maybe you got to turn off the fan or something so technically maybe but admitting it no okay perfect i'm, I'm right there with you buddy <laughs> so uh, a big part about me is is um uh, i am bilingual i'm bilingual in in english and sarcasm so sometimes that gets me in a little bit of trouble but uh regardless of, of what i'm doing i like to have a lot of fun when i'm working with folks uh, Throughout the career, I've, I've noticed that, especially in project management, we, we tend to work uh, peaks and valleys of, of hours. So uh, sometimes I'm working with project teams longer than my family. So I like to make sure I'm having a lot of fun. So that, that's kind of generally me. I am uh, I am a very happily married man to Jasmine. I have three wonderful children, eight, six, and four. So, so that's kind of a project unto itself every weekend when, when we go out. But professionally... I've been a project manager for probably, geez, it's going on about 15 years now. I started in the PC support space, so help desk, desk side support, and my career went up through there. 
I've worked, uh, I was a New York kid living now in Raleigh, North Carolina. Most of my career, or the early part of my career, was financial services, uh, Wall Street. So you think of J.P. Morgan, Bear Stearns, which is no longer Morgan Stanley and some of those firms. And then recently, more, more recently down here in North Carolina with, with some tech firms. So your, your Lenovo, your Red Hat, and, and firms like that. And that's, that's kind of me in a nutshell. So mostly on the technical side, is that, is that what I hear? Yeah, so the, the first half of my career was almost all end-user services. So the first set of projects that I ran, you know, I was working desktop support, and I was asked to help out with a, a Lotus Notes to Outlook migration. And that's kind of how I started. It was more of a, of a lead tech in that space, and then started gradually moving into the project coordinator, and then eventually as the project moved on, taking on some the, some of the project management efforts and, and it was it's been project management bliss ever since but then more recently in the past few years I started getting involved in a lot more business process so I went from having a, a big IT services background from an execution and delivery standpoint into uh, for a while there I was working in Lenovo's worldwide services sales and support group that's a big uh, big mouthful there and our, our responsibility is, as Lenovo developed new hardware, we would develop services that would support that hardware. So things like accidental damage protection and different services that would support the hardware that when, when customers would purchase it, regardless of where they were around the world, they can get support. So that was more of a business aspect because there was market intelligence, there was pricing, um, you know, uh, understanding different markets around the world, even down to collateral, marketing collateral, and, and how you name that is differently what you call a service in, in Europe as you would call it here in the States and, and China and so forth. So I started to move into the business side of things, and that was a lot of fun. One of the projects we took on was to take a business unit that historically was a cost center within the organization, and we saw that there was a real value add, and we wanted to productize, market it, and turn it into a uh, a profit center. So we, that was a big, that was almost like an internal acquisition and we had to change the full business model and introduce some new processes. So more recently getting into a lot of the, the business side of it and then even one project over at Red Hat, I, I had left, went over for some time and went over to Red Hat and I helped them go ahead and redesign their their end-to-end -end sales pipeline. So we had to introduce some metrics and SLAs from marketing efforts, you spend all those marketing dollars, how do those generate leads, do those leads generate into actual opportunities and revenue out, the, out of the back end, and then redesigning sales, their sales, Salesforce instance uh, around that. So that was a totally different and new space. And then after that, I went on to a company and helped them. Uh, it was pure software development. The first half of that, it was software development. The second half of that, was shifting that software, kind of custom software, if you will, into a SaaS-based platform. So it was uh, some software development in a SaaS environment. While I had to uh, implement a new um, PMO structure for an organization that, that they had just purchased. So it was like two hats. So there's been a lot of work in this uh, just under 15 years that I've, that I've been able to tackle. And it's one of the things I love about project management. Great. Yeah. I, I, I... 
as well. I love the variety that you can have in project management. Uh, I also have a, a, a technical background, but uh, I've also been involved in in business types of projects. So yeah, I, I love that variety. And uh, so so the other thing I noticed is that you are a PMP, correct? That's correct. And yes. how long have you been a PMP? Jeez. Um I don't know how long I've, I've had to uh, renew it. So how long do we hold it for? Three years? <laughs> yeah, they've, ch- they've a little changed over it. Three years, I guess, because I, I, re- I renewed it back in uh, back in January. So I guess formally, yeah, I formalized my experience probably just over three years ago. Okay, great, great. Okay, what what is it you, you're doing these days? So today uh, I am focused on. I'm working with. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can say it. <laughs> So uh, I, I one I have my own consulting firm. We have a project management consultancy I call it a KPS or Kelly Project Solutions, and that is focused primarily on project execution. I think that in the past five to ten years or so, mostly about the last five five years or so, product, project management has become so productized. Right? Everyone wants to sell project management in a box. Right. right. Or they're selling a, a software, they're selling a new methodology, or they want to train everybody in the organization to be project managers. And there are there are some really good folks in that space. There really are. I partner with some of them, and I refer uh, some, some clients to them. But I think there has been a big gap in the ability to have just true project leadership. So a true project manager who can who isn't you know, stuck on agile, isn't a waterfall project manager, doesn't have to use a specific tool. They are, without a doubt, they understand business, they understand the domain that they might be working in. They are true leaders of the organ of in an organization that can manage a project. And they just happen to have a toolbox of skill sets. Maybe it is agile methodology, maybe it is a waterfall methodology with uh, MS project or something else that they could just draw from to go ahead and lead projects. So I I saw the need for focus in that space, so I started up that consultancy, and that's what we help clients with. And then also we're in a startup, so to do that and then also pay some bills, I'm I'm working with an organization to stand up their services business and and, uh, help redesign their pre-sales process and flow. How do they identify new opportunities and grow those in from, from when they're handed off from sales to get them into the PMO? And then also helping the PMO with some of their processes and trying to help them become more efficient. Great, great. I I, uh, I, I agree that that uh, your focus on trying to bring leadership to kind of that that space that you're targeting that is that's wonderful because uh, there are some that are just managers they just do the the basic project management but if you there's a difference between that and really leading a team and leading an organization. So kudos to you. The organization I'm working with now, um, they have a heavy part of their PMO. is It's almost pure. It's it's very close. Some might consider it operations. Okay, so you can get away with a a a pure project management, right? Manage the process, manage the checklist, make sure that this is done. Um, It's kind of a swizzle swizzle seed, if you will, right? They're going to turn. They're going to get requirements from the pre-sales folks. They're going to go ahead, they're going to review it, and they're going to hand off, here's your requirements here in engineering. Here's your requirements, you know, Mr. Vendor. Uh, now, let's make sure it gets done. And that's really about it, right? 
And then as they move up the stack in some of their other offerings and what they do within that PMO, they certainly do get into uh, some of the areas that, that require leadership, right? They start talking about multinational services and a large number of stakeholders, multiple vendors, each having their own piece and having to coordinate that. And uh, there's a heavy customer satisfaction piece to it. So that's where you start getting into, you know, there's definitely some career paths that we'd like to introduce in that PMO to go from project manager up into project leader and eventually into, you know, business leader uh, if they like somewhere else in the organization. Great. Well, I, I came across you uh, first, boy, probably about a year ago uh, when I started getting involved in Twitter and uh, came across this thing called PM Chat. What in the heck is that? And uh, I actually uh, did some, we started to do some digging in, into what that was about, and I was involved in some of the PM Chats as, as uh, time has gone. And, uh, and then you popped up on my radar uh, again, just a couple of weeks ago, I, I have started uh, uh, something's called the uh, Sensible Project Manager Hangout. It's a it's very similar to PM Chat. It's centered around it's a it's a community I'm building on the Google Plus platform, and being able to basically talk about uh, project management concepts with the with the twist in it that uh, we we do that on uh, via Google Hangouts. Uh, mm-hmm. So weekly we have Google Hangouts. So what you're doing and, and what I've got going on that that is very similar and, and uh, quite frankly I was uh, I I thought what you did with the uh, the PM chat was was great and and I've seen and I've watched that tell us a little bit more about PM chat and then uh, we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, about social media and how that's affected uh, affecting things in, in the project management realm. Sure, sure. So PM chat was was um, actually uh, Rob Prinzo, another gentleman that I, I had met through through Twitter. We had you know, some tweets back and forth, and he called me. Uh, he pinged me one day and said, "Hey, would would you be interested in talking about an idea I have in this social media space?" And he called me up and he he said, "You know, Rob, there's a lot going on in this in this PM space." And this was two years ago. Actually, it's August, so we're we're coming up uh, next week is our two year anniversary of PM Chat. It's only and been two years. Two years, yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, wow, great. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's a lot of work to go into it. You think it's a Twitter chat, but lining up guests and we got the website and everything, two years, is, <laughs> it feels like a lot. <laughs> but um, So Rob called me up, and it was probably about two and a half years ago or so when he reached out initially, and he shared this idea. And at the time, that's when a lot of these tweet-ups were going around. There were some, in, and, and he was, I think he had participated one in the HR space, and I had just actually participated in one in a leadership one. I forget what it was. And he said, you know, he'd love the, he didn't see anything in that PM space. Nowhere that, that folks can come in and, and talk about project management, best practices, career, uh, maybe, maybe industry trends. And he asked if I wanted to give it a shot. So, well, you know, it's Twitter. So there was, you know, zero cost. <laughs> we had no upstart. So he said, yeah, let's give this thing a shot. And... We, um, you know, we're, we just gave it a shot, and next thing you know, that first week, there was probably, I don't know, six to ten folks that, that kind of check, checked in here and there, and, and they, they provided some input. But, man, it quickly, we had just some of the greatest folks. What has made PM Chat such a success is, is quite honestly, the community. 
they started sharing with one another. They started inviting their friends. And it really, it's what social media is all about, right? That going viral. And we're not talking, you know, a million hits of, of the homeless guy singing beautiful opera. <laughs> but we had our own little success. And, and for the past two years, we have had just a tremendous, tremendous fun with it. And to your point, you know, what is it, right? It is a Twitter-based discussion. Folks will jump on Twitter. They'll usually use something because Twitter, you just get the big stream. So they'll use a tool like TweetChat or uh, TweetDeck, Hootsuite, and you can set a filter on a on the hashtag PMChat. And every Friday, we actually, it, it has evolved, right, from just a TweetChat, and we do a 15-minute live radio interview where we bring, we have a guest every week joins. We have a topic of the week. It might be something like project management versus project leadership. Today, actually, we wrapped up a chat uh, a few hours ago, and the topic, it was actually a topic we call open mic, which there isn't a specific topic for that week, but various PMs will direct message me questions, and it could be anything on, hey, what's a theme song for project management? It could be, what's your favorite book? What are you wearing? I don't, It could be anything, right? It's just purely open mic. And it's a lot of fun. It goes pretty quick and a lot of questions, but we have the 15-minute the live interview with a guest of the week. We have the tweet chat every Friday, and that runs 11, uh, 11.30 to 11.45 is the discussion, the interview on Blog Talk Radio. And then 12 to 1 Eastern Standard Time is the tweet chat, the live tweet chat. And again, we have an expert, guest expert, who picks the topic that they're passionate about. They give us a blog that we post over on pmchat.net, you know, that week of, kind of a primer on the topic. We have the, the, the live interview, and then we have the chat. Excellent. And, and you, so you, you talked a little bit about uh, what the value that you are seeing uh, in, for other project managers. So delve into that a little bit more. What, what kinds of things or what kind of feedback are you getting Sure. So, you know, one, one interesting thing was we had somebody uh, who actually was able to name a book because they went out to the PM chat community and they asked, what, what do you think would be a good book title? And they were able to drive their book title because, I mean, talk about that market until, you know, you have that market right there in front of you. What, what kind of book, what book title would be interesting to you? And you have, you know, um, I think one stat we had over five, almost 500,000 uh, Twitter uh, audience, if you will, right? I mean, that's huge. So to be able to ask questions of an audience like that, so that's one example that someone was able, actually able to name their book with feedback from the PM Chat community. But on a week-to-week -week basis, we have some phenomenal, phenomenal talent. Just we're talking 30 years of experience. You name the industry. We have someone that worked with NASA, somebody over, I think it's with Disney or, or Lucasfilms. I mean, you name the industry, Rosetta Stone, and across the world, we have folks from Japan. I've got folks joining from uh, Saudi Arabia, all across Europe, the States, North, South America. So you are getting to ask questions. You are hearing best practices from real examples, from a wide range of experience, public sector, private. Uh, so it truly is a real-time classroom session. And uh, it's amazing. It's amazing some of the insight. Everything I've been able to do, and I've been exposed and, and been really blessed to work with some amazing folks, I think well ahead of my years, 
and I'm still learning every single week from this community. It's amazing. Now that's one thing. There, there is so many great thought leaders out there. And yeah, as you bring those experts in to share, share the, their thoughts, there's a lot to be learned. Just kind of a question on that. Have you ever, do you know if it's possible to use PM chat time as, uh, as towards your PDUs? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's another, another benefit. I forget. Yes, I am PMP certified. And I, <laughs> so when I renewed, I, I used some PDUs. Yeah. You get a free, uh, one free PDU and I believe it's category C for the PM chat. So you can, you can submit those for the participation for one hour of self-directed learning. And I think you can use up to 30, 30 PDUs in, in a cycle. That's right. That's right. And there's, we're there 52 weeks, so you could just join us, you know, for for 30 sessions, and you're all well. Share it between us. Correct. We we, we could do 15 from you and 15 from <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, that you know, there's just everybody learns differently, and there's so many different venues out there. It's it's perfect, perfect. Okay, great. So let's take that take that conversation into what you've done with PM Chat, and let's move that into. Uh, other general um, social media. What since you are kind of a thought leader in that realm of social media, and especially in Twitter, uh, what do you? What's your thoughts about how social media can help project managers, whether that is personally uh, in their own personal development, or even you know on projects themselves? Sure. So personal development, I think it's. Uh, it's absolutely crucial for folks to, you know, hone in on three or four real solid project managers, and you know, you can you're going to quickly go out there and you're going to see who who's legit, who's just retweeting everyone's stuff, and you'll see the folks that that are well respected in that Twitter realm, if you will, and if you follow some of their blogs, you know, if you just read one or two blogs a week, you're gonna you're gonna gain insight. You know, because everyone's trying to get condensed thoughts down into that 500 words or, you know, whatever that target blog is. And you're really going to, you're going to notice the growth in knowledge and, and the, the range of topics, right? So I think just from following some strong people in social media, you're going to develop some tremendous knowledge. Two, social media like Twitter and even on some of the others, so so like you're on the, the Google platform, right? I think I think it's Brad England is doing something over on Facebook, right? And then and then ours is ours is Twitter, uh, but we also have a, like a LinkedIn group. But in Twitter, you only have that 140 characters. So you are, if you're if you're actively participating in these, and and Twitter has the 140, and Google may give you more, but you're going to notice, and you could probably attest to this that. Nobody in any social plat- media platform wants to read, you know, two, three hundred words. You know, that social media is forcing us to be very concise with our communication. It forces you to get your point across quickly. Absolutely, you're right. I, I noticed that. Uh, for instance, I have a blog that I that I that I write, and I do know that you know I need to be able to boil that down into. 200 to 500 words and if i go much farther than that i'm sure that i'm going to lose somebody because i can i can track the stats of people when they land on my website and how long they're going to stay and if you get them more than a couple of minutes wow that's a long time so that's a great point 
what we are doing is we with, through social media and just the internet in itself, we're able to to see a lot of good information that is boiled down. Now you mentioned, well, okay, let's let's throw out. Do you have any names that you that you would recommend that we can follow, or the listeners can follow? Yeah, I mean, I think I think once they have you know you and I down, they're on a good start. And then right after, <laughs> <laughs> right after that, man, there are man, I'd hate to name people and then and then leave some folks off. There is uh, Michael Greer. There is one of my both of my co-hosts are very strong. Uh, Rob Prinzo, and I know Rob with his personal business has been off of not as not as active on social media for the past month or two. But he'll be back on, and he's someone you should have in, in your Twitter stream. Hala Salah, uh, she'll be on there. There's Vicky Epps. There's, geez, actually, I'll tell you what. We just on the pmchat.net blog, we did a like a Twitter poll, and we asked everybody on Twitter who are your top ten project managers. And there's a whole list out there. Oh, great. Um, and where do we find that? PMChat.net. And you will see it will be the top 10 project managers on Twitter for 2013. And you'll see folks like, geez, a lot of their handles, Project Management, Project MGMT. You have uh, PMI Voices, so that's the PMI's blog. You have, man, I'm drawing a blank on all the names. Go out there. You'll see some of the – and then there's there's the top 10, and then there's like five more that were – honorable mentions they they missed by like one or two points from hitting the top 10 so i was like i gotta put them in there so there's like 15 folks out there on twitter and then you know when you're out there on twitter they got all their links to linkedin to their blogs uh you start there and um you'll you'll be amazed if you follow and read one of their blogs once or twice a week three months from now i guarantee you're going to be a much better project manager than you are today great well, the other, another thing that you kind of mentioned in there as you started naming off uh, names, and, and again, sorry for for keep putting you on the spot there. I didn't mean yeah. to do that, but you were able to rattle off a bunch of people, and I believe that the reason why you were able to do that is because you have built relationships with these folks. You you know, sometimes you probably have never even met them face-to-face, but you can build a relationship with these folks. And I've always been a big believer that mentoring – for especially for new project managers is really a big plus. Now whether that is mentoring on a face-to-face basis or you have at work you have a mentor that can take you through that or you can have a virtual mentor just sure. like what you have that you can build a relationship. Great great idea. I that, that's huge. I tell you when I, when I was standing up Kelly Project Solutions, the Project Management Institute has their communities of practice. It's another social media type platform, communities that they're building that, that communicate through discussion boards and, and webinars and, and maybe a little more old school than, than Google Hangouts and, and Twitter. But they're doing a really good job. And I met somebody in the, what was it? It was the community practice for consulting. And I had asked a question. I said, I'm thinking about starting it up. And I met this gentleman and it started off a little awkward. He wouldn't return calls. He call me. He wouldn't return. I'd follow up with them. And he said that was kind of his vetting process, right? He's been in the business for 35 years. He's looking to hand off a lot of his knowledge, but you know he gets a lot of people that would say, "I want help," right? So you get a, and this is something for the for the younger junior folks listening on the call. If you want a mentor, you need to seek out a mentor. A mentor doesn't need you. You need the mentor. So take that piece and run with it because I kind of chased him down, and he said. 
that same day, there was about, I think he said, 10 folks that posted very similar comments, and he offered to help. About five actually followed up. And then I was the only one that continued to chase him down. And he gave me all, I mean, I would have paid huge money. He looked at my website, my services, you name it. He taught me about how to go in and pitch to new, new clients, project management. And this guy just poured into me for about six months. And, you know, that was from a social media platform. And, and you know, his idea was pay it forward. And that, he said that's the only thing I had to commit to do is that I would help other project managers grow in their career. So part of that is PM Chat. And part of that is also um, I mentor a young kid out of India that was connected up through Twitter as well. And he'll send me questions and what books. And we'll talk about some of the challenges he's facing. And, and I'm helping him through purely through social media. I never met him. Perfect. And then, But your, your big uh, suggestion there was when you are seeking out a mentor, make sure you're persistent and, and follow up and, and value their time because – it has taken a lot of time uh, from from that point of view. Uh, yeah. So yeah, perfect, and 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 that's made you a better person and a better ma- uh, project manager. Yeah, that's you know my uh, my pastor actually taught me this right. It's that's here's the second lesson. You can find knowledge anywhere, right? So I won't get into preaching on people, but my pastor told me he said you need to value mentors because what you just alluded to was it took them years to gain that knowledge. And they're about to give it to you in an hour, in a half hour, right? So just like you would buy a book, right, you pay for that knowledge that's in a book, do not, you know, a lot of this is social. So I've never met some of these folks that I've helped out. But there are folks that that I have met. And when you do, take them out to lunch, okay? You're going to invest in a sandwich to get 30 years of knowledge. So it's something that I don't think is taught very well and young folks don't always know and is is about the networking and investing in people who can who can help your career. You have to be hungry because corporations aren't aren't developing the young people, right? It's one of the biggest frustrations. I always see all these articles. I was actually literally just talking with a colleague about this this morning. All these articles about um you know, oh, there's going to be all these jobs. CIOs say there's a, there's a talent shortage. And at the end of the day, my answer is it's the business's fault, right, because they didn't invest in their people. So we have to take personal time to invest, seek out strong mentors, pursue them, and invest in them, invest in their time because, again, you're going to get 30 years' worth of knowledge, 20 years' worth of knowledge, you know, the, uh, the cliff notes in an hour. Yeah, Absolutely. So mentoring is a great, great thing, and, and I know that we've ta- been talking about social media. Let's move that into outside of the social media or the Internet. What other things do you do or what would, what would you recommend uh, for personal development for a project manager? Sure. So there's probably three books that, that I think would be really awesome for anybody, and I, and I jot them down. One is Rework, the guys who, who developed uh, Basecamp wrote this one. Uh, uh, Rework, is it's a great view, and it, it kind of changes your mind on, on business, right? It's a great book. There's also uh, Reinventing Project Management. It's That, that book is essentially at, at, the, at the nuts and bolts, right, a one-liner. It's kind of like agile methodology, but not, right? So adaptive project management, but it's a great book. Some good case studies in there. And then the last one is a new one, uh, that was awesome. It's uh, strategies for project management. 
strategies for project management. It's uh, Vicky Epps. Uh, oh man, what's his name? The lazy project manager, Peter Peter Taylor. Okay. They they came together and wrote on it, and it really is. This is one that's almost like a like a reference manual. There's there's guides in there on on how to work with a difficult stakeholder. It's really it's it's a good one. So those three books I think would be great on your bookshelf and your Kindle, whatever. And then also I think investing in a Toastmasters. Toastmasters International is a it's an organization that teaches people how to speak. And you go through a program, you meet weekly and you get assignments and they teach you how to deliver speeches, how to do impromptu speaking. And I think that's tremendously important because as project managers we're hosting conference calls, we're giving presentations, sometimes we have to do town hall training. So I think it's crucial that, that we can speak well. So that's something I would I would invest in. And then there's also the monthly meetings through the PMI. Uh, you don't have to be a fan of PMI, you don't have to be a fan of certification, right? We don't have to get into that that debate. But uh, the PMI local chapters, they're they're all over the world. Folks can benefit from them. Most of them are done really, really nice. The folks here in Raleigh put on a great one every month. They nice dinner. It's at a nice local hotel. Really nice. The networking there is is phenomenal. Uh, our chapter probably has 200 plus that come out each month, uh, and they bring in some great folks. Folks that are talking about leadership. Folks that are talking about project management. Folks sharing about tools. So those are some of the things that I would do outside of just the traditional project management uh, or or uh, social media space. Great. And and those books that you mentioned, I will look those up and, and I'll post those in my show notes. I'll, I'll produce the show notes. Uh, if for some reason I can't find those books, I'll uh, I'll reach out to you and get those so we'll, we have yeah, those included. Uh, and, and totally agree. I've, I've never actually been in Toastmasters. I do a fair amount of speaking in my church myself. And so I've done a lot of speaking, and I completely agree. Communication for a project manager is key. If you can't communicate, it it becomes really, really rough. Uh, so improving those skills is really important. So I appreciate those, the great comments. Yeah, my my, uh, my wife is actually a – I'm a little biased. I've, I've been to them myself. So years ago I, I, I did them, and uh, at the time – my wife kind of looked at me, you know, head tilted a little bit, like, so what do you do? You just go talk. And then uh, fast forward, I think I just beat that you. That's okay. So so my, my, uh, my wife, uh, you know, she would look at me with my, her head sideways and, and uh, you know, all you do is go and talk. And I said, yeah. And, and if we fast forward a few years, she got into it. She actually stood up the local chapter at her company. And now she's actually the area governor for this Raleigh area for Toastmasters International. So she got the bug. It's uh, You can compete uh, in, in local competitions, national competitions. So you can get you can really get into it. It's a lot of fun, but at the end of the day, it's helping you with crisp communications, which is just so crucial. I, I think it's overlooked so much uh, by the project management world. I, I agree. The other thing I think that that does, the more you do that, you, you lose that fear of talking in front of people. And frankly, we do, as project managers, we get to talk in front of a lot of people, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one basis or a group or a presentation you have to do. It, just polishing up a presentation or and getting rid of that fear is huge. It's huge. I still sweat sometimes. I don't get it. I'm there. Not, I don't shake. I don't, I don't lose my breath anymore. You know, I used, I used to, man, I would say breathing. Who would have thought breathing was so hard? But when you stand in front of a room with 200 people, uh, all of a sudden you start saying to yourself, wow, I didn't know I had to think about breathing. 
<laughs> but, but I, I still get the sweaty palms on occasion. Yeah, that's good. That ke- that keeps the <laughs> the adrenaline up and and helps you with I think with the presentation. So that's good. Then the other thing you mentioned also was the the PMI chapters. I com- I, I enjoy going to my my PMI chapters, and uh, there was some times when I haven't gone, but every time I go, there's lots of value there. Yeah, and also you you get to use PDU um, units for that. That's right, so, more PDU. That's right. I'm I'm all for that because uh, <laughs> there was one time in my my career that I did not pay attention to those PDUs, and I was pretty darn close to dropping it. And I tell you, I do not want to take that test again. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, I don't want to take the test either. It was, uh, I, I nailed it. I'm happy. It's done. And, uh, yeah, keeping up with those PDUs is, is crucial. And, you know, the the, uh, the sessions are really, the, most of them put on a really nice uh, monthly meeting. Um, and then also most of them, even if you're in a smaller chapter, they may partner with another one in the region, but they put on annual events, and it's like almost an all-day event. And you get to go meet vendors, and you know you get to sit in on, uh, you pick sessions, right? So uh, those are excellent. They're, they're an entire day, and you get a large number of, of PDUs for those larger number. And then also they have the annual events in Europe. They have it. Uh, I know they've got one coming up in New Orleans. I think it's October, and that's a two or three day event. You get even more PDUs, and those uh, I, I'm. I'm trying to get down to this one. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. We'll see how my schedule works out. But if anyone's in, going to be in New Orleans this October, I don't know when you're going to publish this uh, this interview here, but uh, if they're going to be down there in October and they're going to be there, ping me at uh, Twitter at rkelly976. We'll, we'll meet up and, and go have some, some drinks or lunch or whatever. Great. And then you can you can learn from uh, R. Kelly himself, right? <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a face for radio. <laughs> Well, great. Hey, I, I really appreciate your time that, that you've taken to uh, share your thoughts uh, with with the audience. Before we get done, any last parting thoughts about social media, about personal development that you want to share? Yeah, social media, remember, okay? Everyone should know, but if you don't, social media, once you put something out there, it's it's out there, okay? So Facebook, I usually tend to say that it's it's my personal. So if you're on my Facebook, you're going to get to you're going to get to hear my thoughts. And you're on there. They're very. That's more personal. So I usually don't partner with too many folks from a professional perspective. LinkedIn is and Twitter. Just remember, it, it is a platform. People are watching, and it's out there for the record. So even if you disagree with a position, do it professionally. Okay. I mean, we all have to be professionals anyway. But just that piece. But second, second piece of advice is use it. Okay, they're, they're tremendous platforms. Google Plus and, and these Hangouts are awesome because you put face and it's taken it to another level. Twitter and, and blogs, some people still roll their eyes when they hear these things. I, I think that would be a, that's a big mistake. There's tremendous value in, in these channels uh, to really meet great people, uh, to learn a lot, and uh, really make it a great experience for yourself and, and everyone around you will benefit. Great. Wise, wise counsel. To your first point, remember, since other people can see it, it yeah. might be that your boss sees what you tweet and what you post on LinkedIn and so forth. So yeah, yeah. well, on weekends you guys are stuck looking at pictures of my kids playing soccer and stuff, and and uh, maybe on weekends you'll see some of my my political views. During the week, it's it's almost pure project management stuff, um, but even still, I, I try and keep it uh, 
you know, respectful and, and not too too abrasive uh, when, on those things. But, yeah, it's it's something I think people overlook or, or they just don't even think about it. So that's something you just got to be very intentional with what you're doing out there because your boss may be watching. That's right. Okay, great. Uh, again, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Just as a parting thing, you want to share your contact information, the location of your blog, so forth? Sure. So uh, you can head on over. So I mentioned KPS or Kelly Project Solutions. You can go to kellyprojectsolutions.com. There we have some resources and blogs. My personal blog, um, which I I do a lot more posting there, and and you'll see a lot more of my personal opinions on things, uh, is at kellycrew.wordpress.org. If you want, you can just hit me up on Twitter at rkelly976. And all my LinkedIn, all my all my information, and you'll be able to sprout from there. Great. Well, Robert, thank you very much. I appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate your your knowledge and experience, especially in the social media realm. And uh, I'm looking forward to working for, with you more and more in the future. Definitely, we got to have you over on PM Chat. We'll uh, we'll reciprocate, and and uh, you pick the topic. You tell me when, which Friday works for you, and we. Now, you're out in California, right? Um, I'm actually in Washington State. Washington. Oh, I got We have several people out in Washington State. you got a heavy West Coast participation there. So they'd love to love to have a guest from, from that side of the, uh, the land. So let me know when you're ready, and we'll have you on. And uh, thank you so much for the invite today. Great. Thanks, Robert. Wow, wasn't that a great interview? The uh, not not great on my part, I would say, but uh, Robert had just some great information to share with us. I am so thrilled that Robert was able to join us. Thank you, Robert, if you're listening, and I hope that we can have uh, some more conversations in the future. I just wanted to, as we close up, just I want you to remember that those different kinds of things that Robert talked about, spend some time in social media. You'll be able to get some connections with people throughout the world. Go take a look at PM Chat. And come and join us on the Sensible Project Manager Hangout community and join in the Hangouts there as well. There's lots of other places. Uh, out on LinkedIn, there's places where you, there's some communities out there that have great information that you can both share and read and learn about project management and further discussion. Now, before uh, I close up, I just wanted to invite you to a couple things. If you would wouldn't mind i would love to be able to have hear your input from both this uh, interview and share your thoughts about social media and how it has changed your life or it has maybe impacted you as a project manager share those in the comments and give us give me your thoughts about other ways on how to improve communications and if that's in social media, great. If not, then uh, any other way, because I, I, I really wanted to step up that in uh, in my new ventures that, that I have going forward. So leave a comment here on the post. If you wouldn't mind, I would love to be able to hear your, your review of the podcast. Go out to iTunes and leave, us, leave me a review. Also, on my website, on sespolpm.com, I have added, and I've talked about this the last couple of times, I've added uh, this voicemail, send a voicemail option on the side. All you have to do, if you want to ask me a question or leave a comment, just select send a voicemail if you're connected to a microphone. 
you can just go ahead and leave the voicemail there. There won't cost you anything. Just leave it there, and I will get it in an email in an audio file that will come to my email. Now, if it's a question, I will probably take that in the future episodes of the podcast and actually answer that question in the podcast. So I thank you in, in advance because I really want to be able to increase that con- those conversations. And I'd love to hear what you are thinking about. The other thing is, if you want to send me an email, you can send that to podcast at sensiblepm.com. So thank you again for joining me in this episode. And thanks again to Robert for um, the great information he shared. Now remember, the Sensible Project Manager will always look for a practical way to lead a project to success. You've been listening to the Sensible Project Manager, Mark Phillippe, on the Sensible Project Manager podcast. To learn more about practical project management, visit us at sensiblepm.com.